Welcome to Podcast Sound Advice, the place for up-to-date podcast tactics and trends. You'll find actionable strategies to help you grow your audience, expand your influence, and monetize your content. Join Phyllis and Kelvin for Podcast Sound Advice, starting now. Thanks for joining us on the Sound Advice Podcast. I have a great guest today that I have uh, talked to, and I don't think I've interviewed you on the podcast before, so it's really nice to have Patty Lennon here with me today. Hey, Patty. Hi there. I'm so happy to be here. Well, so you have been a longtime podcaster. For people that don't know Patty, she has a podcast. She started it in July of 2018, which is fantastic, Patty. I'm I'm shocked. Even as you said it, I'm like, has it been that long? Oh my it God. has. Patty has going strong. Uh, by the time this comes out, there'll probably be a couple more on the list. So uh, that's really quite an accomplishment. Um, so many people very seldom make it even to a year of podcasting, much less uh, cruising the way that you are. Well, then that is 100% because of you. So I <laughs> Well, that's nice of you to say, but you're the one who records and comes up with your content. And so let's go back so that people understand from the beginning. Can you tell people what either made you decide to podcast or what was the motivation around podcasting? Yes. I found myself listening to more podcasts. So that was the first thing was I just was noticing that was really my go-to asset when I was at the gym or going for a walk. And, you know, I know that they had, like, I had heard a lot about like, oh, the time to get into podcasting was whenever, some previous time. Yeah. But I've always sort of tapped into my own intuition. And what I really felt was that people were really leaning towards consuming content that wasn't so um, driven by an agenda. And so I really wanted a place to just share openly where when someone came and consumed what I was offering, it wouldn't feel like I was doing it to get a sale or to get something out of it. I mean, those things have all come as a result of it. And I know everyone does their podcast differently, but I've intentionally not had, you know, advertising that kind of thing because I really just want people to have the experience of sort of dropping into my world and me just sharing what's alive in this moment as well as one of my first motivations was that I found that I was very good at finding like these hidden gems of, of wisdom in other people that weren't as good at, at becoming famous, right? So I had found these authors and teachers and, and people who had helped me. And even though they were sort of well-known in their niche, they weren't well known across the board. And I just wanted to drop into these conversations with them and really share them with other people because they had really been part of the me taking the journey to getting to a point where I felt like I had a deeper connection. Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's super helpful. One of the things in case you don't know, Patty, and you haven't listened yet, I would encourage you to, but Patty does a little a couple of things. She does do interviews from time to time, as she just mentioned, from people that have had an impact with in her life or people that just maybe have an interesting story or experience to share that Patty believes her audience will benefit from. And they do. They're all really great. And she also does a lot of solo episodes where she just shares really 
from right here in the moment, like what's happening right now in your life, what's happening right now in the world. We're recording this uh, while we're all at home during the COVID sort of lockdown. Everybody's being careful and that sort of thing. And uh, so you've been able to, to talk about that and other timely issues as well in your podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so as you, now that you're sort of this podcasting veteran, (laughs) um, what would you point to as something maybe that you find uh, that's kind of a favorite thing or something? Is there anything that's surprised you that you would like to share with people about podcasting? Well, just from a very like self-focused, you know, what's the reward to me as a podcaster? Because if you're listening, you might be thinking, what's in it for me? So I'd say the biggest reward is for someone to tell me that they binge listen to my podcast. Like, and I, and the reason that means so much to me is that if someone listens to one podcast and they feel the need and desire to go to a second, then I know I've done something for them for whatever reason. Right. And to me, that's been the biggest surprise and reward. Yeah. You know, I think as as a whole for podcasting, what has surprised me is for people who don't podcast now that I do it, it's just, I don't understand the resistance anymore. <laughs> so that's, that's surprising me because I'm usually actually good at tapping into why someone resists something and helping mm-hmm. them and bridging sure. that gap for them. Um, I really don't judge people who say, I don't want, don't feel whatever to do, like to do something. But to me, podcasting, you know, assuming you either like technology or you have someone on your team like you, Phyllis, who, whose team takes the technology off my plate, it is like the easiest thing I do in my business. Oh, that's great to hear. And I do want to go circle back to the binge listening aspect. Um, I think that if people are not regular listeners of podcasts, or maybe they just have a couple of favorites that they listen to, one of the things we see with your podcast and with many of our clients is the frequency in which old, much older episodes get downloads every month. You know, there there are people then who go back and maybe who are just finding you today or last month or what have you and go, Oh, wow, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to some more. And I think a lot of people if they're not podcasting don't understand how that content really remains evergreen. And it's sitting there and and actually people do listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm glad you brought that up. I think one of the other things too, um, just because I know Patty fairly well, and I she writes blog posts and she does create other kinds of content and continues to do that from time to time. And one of the things I think I like the best about your podcast, Patty, is that you're very open. It's very clear that you are really being very genuine and sincere. As you mentioned, there's no real motivation beyond just sharing what's in your heart. And I'd like for other people that might be interested in podcasting to know it can be that easy. It doesn't have to be a big scripted, highly produced piece of content, right? It doesn't have to feel like a commercial and things like that. And so when you get ready to podcast, can you tell us a little bit about how you might go about it? Do you prepare? Do you make notes? Does that vary depending on the week? How do you handle it? Yeah. So um, that's such an interesting question because 
when people ask me, how do I prepare for anything, right? If I can drop into the process, and I'm going to do that right now, I realize there is a process. But I just want you to understand as I walk you through it, it doesn't feel like a process to me. It happens in probably most of the time, less than five minutes. What I do first is, and this is with any content I put out, is I feel the presence of my person, right? And I, my person is sort of, it's like your ideal client or your ideal listener, but it's really, it's not always the exact same being. It's, but just this week, who do I feel in me? like alive around me and who do I feel needs to hear from me? And so I bring that person. It's usually a woman because most most of the time I'm speaking to women just conceptually. And I just really feel her. And then I think like, what is going on for her right now? And then I check in and what's most alive for me right now? And where do those two things overlap? And that's really what kind of focuses me on what to share. And then I will jot down one to three points that I want to make. And then I just sort of riff from that point. Okay, great. And you do podcast weekly. Um, You do tend to podcast as you go. I think I know that you like to be really timely. Thank you for sharing your process. But about how long, how much time do you feel like you spend every week um, getting things together and getting things ready? And I know you have a team that helps you promote it and do some of those other things, but just the part that you kind of spend your energy and time on. Well, I mean, really, probably no more than 45 minutes, including the recording of the content. I just want to sort of clarify that though, and just say that I am on Facebook Live every other day, mostly in some community that I'm running or on my page, I am writing to my list once a week. And I, I am coaching people typically, um, definitely singularly, meaning my individual clients and probably half the year I'm running some level of group work. So I am in constant conversation with my person. So if I was in sort of a vacuum, I think I'd need to do more preparing. Like I'd need to go out and sort of like engage some level of communication with my my community to to be at the point that I'm at. But it's, you know, my content is sort of this rolling experience of okay, I just talked about this. I just talked about this. And I can see that these are questions that are alive for people. And this is something I'm curious about. Yeah. So then I'm going to jump in. So total for me, because yes, the team does handle everything else is 45 minutes. Okay. That's great. Yeah. And I do want people to listen. I mean, depending on... Everybody's going to approach podcasting from their own sort of unique perspective and skill set. So uh, some of our podcasters really like to plan things out and that works for them. I think to your point, you tend to be obviously much more intuitive about it. But again, because of all of the work that you do, you kind of, you have topics, you know, the kinds of questions or the kinds of things you're addressing frequently with your clients and so forth. Um, But I do want people to know it can be kind of that easy, right? Mm -hmm. if, If you're really plugged into your particular people, I guess, right? Or, or even if it's just in an industry, some of our clients, um, most of our clients are, are small business owners. So if you're really plugged into your industry and there are topics in your industry that are really timely that are being addressed or discussed, it can be that easy where you just talk about those things and give your personal perspective. One of the other things that Patty is really good at, I think, is sharing 
again, very personal information, but in a, um, what's the word in the context of, I think, serving your audience. Uh, Mm -hmm. So can you talk about that briefly? Like, when do you, some people I think feel like, you know, they don't want to necessarily be an open book. Some people do. So can you share like how you figure out what's right for you in that balance? Yeah, as well, you know, it's interesting because Brene Brown, I was at a a conversation, like one of these conversations from the stage thing, and Brene Brown happened to be one of the people in the conversation. And she was asked that question, I think, so I'm borrowing her answer because it is the most beautifully eloquent one, which is, if you need your audience to be okay with what you're sharing, you're not ready to share it. So I share as much as what's true and alive for me that I can share without needing anyone that's listening to take care of me, be okay with it, you know, and that's really the edge for me. And I've been speaking from the stage for, I mean, really for a very long time, but in this way for eight years So I have a lot of practice of being alive with an audience and feeling safe in that environment. Mm -hmm. So that's how I decide what to share because, because of the work I do also, I, I, one of my fundamental truths is I believe at our heart, what each of us wants to feel is less alone. We want to feel that someone's with us. And my ability to do that is directly connected with how alive I am for someone else. So if I hold something back that's raw or real in my life, that puts a barrier between me and the listener. And I just, for my particular purposes, don't want that barrier there. Okay, thanks. That's really good advice. I think that's a great perspective as well. Yeah, that you're not sharing in a way that's requiring support from others. Yeah, you're sharing for their benefit, um, which is great. Now, if, is there any advice that you give? You've already given us some really good information about your process, but is there any a piece of advice if there's somebody listening who has considering podcasting or has had been thinking about it for a bit and hasn't pulled the trigger? Is there anything that you would share that you found helpful? Yeah, I think just from a mindset standpoint, this is the one asset I think most people are going to create that's cumulative. And you sort of pointed to it at the beginning where people will go back and watch, listen to my earlier episodes because of the way podcasts are consumed. It's very easy for someone to go back and like search for a topic and go grab an older episode. People don't feel like some, just because you podcasted something three years ago that it's not worth their time. Whereas And that is a little bit like the way the blogging energy works. It just is a little more cumbersome to do that in a blog. And definitely where other video is concerned, you know, unless a video gets a lot of likes, it's going to, it's really going to disappear from the, you know, consciousness of your community. Right. So with podcasting, you may not feel 100% ready because of X, Y, and Z. But if you just give yourself the grace of understanding that this is a cumulative process and you waiting really does hold you back in terms of your strength as a podcaster. And I guarantee you that you have 10 episodes inside of you right now. Any person has 10 episodes inside of them. And that, if you, even if you podcast once a week, that takes you almost into your third month. By your third month, you're a podcaster. You'll have (laughs) figured this out. So I don't know. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great answer. And I appreciate it. I think 
one of the things that we hear often from people like your clients and other people who have been in podcasting, I'll even say for like, you know, three months, four months, and certainly longer, is that they obviously feel more comfortable the more that they do it, obviously. And they realize like, I think it's uh, Jen Lehner who said it, but I I might be wrong. But anyway, which is sort of like, just go ahead and record the first one or two or three or whatever. And they're probably not going to be your best, but like, you just sort of have to get through that, right? You have to get over that at some point. So it might as well be today versus, you know, a month from now or a year from now, that kind of thing. So I think what you shared was a great way to frame that. Yeah. And I think it's also just understand your first one isn't, no one expects you to be that, to be your most fabulous episode. <laughs> like when you're doing some other thing, like a video series, let's say, where you need the first one to carry everything else. Your first podcast, you know, I listen to podcasts, podcasters all the time now. And like I said, when I go back to their first podcast, and this was long before I was doing my own, I expect it to be sort of like, limited and and just you don't hear the same natural voice in them that you hear at episode 30 or mm-hmm. you know 50 or whatever it, no one expects that from you and just as someone who's very into like people kind of being their most expanded self the very things that limit you at starting your podcast are limiting you in every area of your life and when you fix something in one area, when you release a resistance or a fear in one area, it actually releases it in every area of your life. And so just understand that thing that's blocking you is blocking stuff so many other places. And when you walk over it or walk through that fear, what happens is the fear dissolves. It shows itself as the illusion it is. And that happens and then penetrates every other area of your life. And so even if you just approach it in the beginning, like, this is BS. This thing <laughs> that's stopping me is BS. And I'm going to walk through it yeah. so that I can no longer be stopped by this BS. Then then you get to the point where now you're like, you know, you're doing it. You're making right. it happen. Oh, Patty, thank you for that. That's such a, uh, that's so helpful. I think to me personally too, with, and I think for other, our listeners, I know they're going to appreciate that. Um, before we close up, I do want to ask you if people are, don't know you yet and they're listening to this and they're like, Hey, I like the way she's talking about things. What one episode might you point them to? You have so many to pick from right now. And certainly they can start with today and, and move backwards or start in the beginning and move forwards. But do you have an episode that you think is really good for people to listen to first to maybe get a good sense of who you are? Well, you know, I think if you dropped into any of them, you'd get a sense of who I am. But the one that I like to point people to is one where I shared about how I became an intuitive, because Mm -hmm. a lot of what we're talking about right here is partially because I am um, intuitive and it it happened late in life. So there's a lot of curiosity about that. And that kind of gives you a sense on the journey I took from like a crazy control freak corporate banker (laughs) to being able to start a podcast with five minutes preparation. (laughs) So um, that is episode, oh, I think it's episode 59. Now I forgot, (laughs) right? 59? Yeah. Yeah. My producer's going to tell me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So episode 59. um, Yeah. So I would encourage people, uh, Patty does have a really compelling story and and around that. And um, she talks about it. And I do agree with her too. If wherever you drop in with Patty's information, it's going to be 
you're going to get a definitely a good sense of who she is. Um, it's not, yeah, it's just, just very easy to listen to and very conversational. I think I know a lot of people have told me about your podcast that they feel very much like it's sort of their, um, I don't want to say guided because it's not quite it, but that you're really just speaking to them. I think, first of all, I think that's a sense that people get in podcasting in general, right? We have mm-hmm. their earbuds in and we may be taking a walk or whatever. And we just sort of feel like this person's talking to us <laughs> quite often. But I think even more so with your podcast, because of the the topics that you talk about and also because of the way that you share, again, from your heart and a lot of that um, intuitive information is coming through. And yeah. So tell people one last thing. If, if people want to connect with you after hearing this, I think people will. Patty is, um, you mentioned coaching. She also has a couple of other things that she offers. So let people know how they can find you other than we're obviously we'll share the podcast and we'll put mm-hmm. other, a couple of other places in the show notes so that people can connect with you right away. Well, you know, my website, pattylennon.com has um, good information. There's a contact form there. So, you know, that's an easy way to just send me a message, get in touch with me. And although my team gets all those messages, they actually, I look at every single one of them. And then the other place, you know, I, I am a firm believer not to be in all places. And technically I'm in all social media platforms, but the one I actually run myself is Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Patty A. Lennon is a good place to sort of engage with me too, where when I'm responding, it's me. I mean, I res- when someone's responding on any of the platforms, it's me, but like a lot of the content is is out there is the repurposing of other assets that are already kind of in existence. Sure. Okay, great. Well, we will put links both to the Facebook and to your website there for people. And yeah, I hope you'll reach out. If you don't know Patty, I would highly encourage you to listen to the podcast, drop into a couple of episodes, and uh, I think you'll find it really interesting. And definitely connect with Patty, especially if you're a Facebook person. She's very active there and really provides a lot of cool um, information and content there too, which is really nice. So thank you for joining me, Patty. I appreciate it. And um, yeah, we're super glad that you are podcasting and we're thrilled to be able to work with you on it. It's really fun. Thank you. Well, I love you guys. And um, I thank you for making this possible for me, truly. (laughs) Okay. Take care. That's our wrap for this episode. We hope you found today's sound advice helpful. Let us know what you think by leaving us a review. You can get more resources at podcastsoundadvice.com. Until next time. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.